Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today is Sunday, April 11th, 2021, and we are going to be covering the events from Friday, April 9th through today. Um, Just a quick kind of recap. Um, I know I did a special episode that came out on Saturday um, about Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. So what this week is going to look like... um, is at the top of every episode. So after this introduction, we'll go into basically anything the royal family has shared about funeral arrangements, guest list, um, anything along those lines in regards to Prince Philip's funeral. Um, And we'll do that through this week. Um, The funeral is this is kind of like a a segue today. Um, The funeral is next Saturday, the 17th at 3 p.m. local time in Windsor. Um, So I haven't decided yet if I will make an episode about the funeral only. Um, My anticipation is that I possibly will, but um, we'll see. I haven't, I haven't completely made up my mind on that one yet. So, um, that is where we're going to start. So let's continue talking about the things that have come out over the past, um, couple of days. So Saturday and today, um, so on Saturday, we started with the Prince of Wales giving a brief, uh, statement to, uh, the press where he talked about his father's dedication to the queen, the royal family, and the country. Um, he talked about how over the past 70 years of his public life, um, that was what he was focused on, was dedicating himself to the family um, and the country that the family is representing. Um, and then he also said, my dear papa was a very special person and that that one was a tearjerker. Um, also on Saturday, there were gun salutes throughout the country and on naval ships around the world to mark the death of Prince Philip, as well as 99 bells that were toll, uh, that were rang in honor of him at Westminster Abbey for the 99 years of his life. Um, And finally, on Saturday evening, the funeral details were officially announced, um, even though they had been kind of leaked the day prior. Um, So, like I said, the funeral will be held Saturday, April 17th at 3 p.m. local time. Uh, If you're on the East Coast in the U.S., it's 11, 10 a.m. Hold on, I had this math at one point. It's at 10 a.m. East time, 7 a.m. Pacific time. Um, There will be a national moment, minute of silence at at 3 p.m. for every uh, UK citizen. 
Uh, the funeral will be broadcast live on, I'm assuming, probably all of the channels. Um, and one of the touching things is uh, the Duke of Edinburgh will be transported in a customized Land Rover Hearst that he actually had a huge part in the design of. Um, for those who aren't as familiar with Prince Philip because of um, his age and he retired um, a few years ago, so he's not super pub he wasn't super public anymore. Um, he has been um, like a, a he to me is inseparable from his Land Rover. I think I talked about in the special episode that my first memory of him is in this documentary where he was driving a Land Rover. So this is something that I associate with him, as do so many others. Um, and I just think that it's a really cool, um, really personal gesture that that is what he will be transported in. Um, none of these processions are going to be public um, from Windsor Castle to St. George's Chapel, which is on the grounds of Windsor. Um, and then where he will then uh, go to rest until... Queen Elizabeth passes, and then they will be buried together, but I don't think they've announced where the official burial of them together will be. Um, so that was everything that came through on Saturday. On Sunday, um, so today, the Earl and Countess of Wessex, as well as their daughter, Lady Louise Windsor, and um, Prince Andrew attended a service at the Royal Chapel of All Saints, which is located near the Royal Lodge in Windsor. The Royal Lodge is where Prince Andrew lives. Um, after the service, they met with employees of the Windsor estate, so wardens, gamekeepers, things, uh, people who do that work, um, to thank them for their support over the last few days. They also um, spent some time talking to the press and the people and um, a lot of those conversations were able to be recorded. Um, and it was just a really touching thing. Um, I, never mind. Um, and then the last thing today, the Princess Royal, who is Princess Anne, released a statement that read, you know it's going to happen, but you're never really ready. My father has been my teacher, my supporter, and my critic, but mostly it is his example of a life well lived and service freely given that I most wanted to emulate. His ability to treat every person as an individual in their own right with their own skills comes through all the organizations with which he was involved. I regard it as an honor and a privilege to have been asked to follow his footsteps, and it has been a pleasure to have kept him in touch with their activities. I know how much he meant to them. In the UK, across the Commonwealth, and in the wider world, I would like to emphasize how much the family appreciate the messages and the memories of so many people whose lives he also touched. We will miss him, but he leaves a legacy which, which can inspire us all. Um, so that was pretty much the information that has come through today. It seems like over the next week, uh, leading up to the funeral, 
each day is going to focus on different areas that um, Prince Philip has spent a lifetime working with. Um, today, they really talked about his conservation efforts um, and the work he did with the World Wildlife Foundation. Um, I mentioned this yesterday or Saturday where he um, was the president of that organization, honorary president for a long time. Um, and so it seems as though that's what they're going to be doing. Um, he was patron for over the course of these 70 years in public life um, as consort to the queen. He had a patronage total of 992. So they can't focus on each of them, but they definitely all um, surrounded a few key areas. So they'll be focusing on that um, as well as some of his um, other qualities, I'm sure, over the past um, 70 years. So that is where we're going to leave this segment off today. Like I said, this is how we're going to start, um, each episode. I'm going to get this part, um, at the top because it is so, so important. Um, but I do still want to go through the daily events. So I, I, this is the way I'm choosing to balance that. And it is, um, so, sorry, I'm having a hard time finishing thoughts because, of course, this is emotional to talk about every day. Um, okay, so we are going to jump now to the Danish royal family um, because in Belgium there was nothing over the weekend other than their um, statement about the passing of Prince Philip. Um, and as of when I checked this, their calendar hadn't been updated yet for this week, so I don't know what to expect there. Um, in the UK, I will always preview if there's a court circular entry, um, but most public events, most events are going to be canceled for the British royal family as they've entered into official mourning. Um, however, some things could still happen in the next week, so I will always check the court circular as well as any um, postings that they've made, and we'll talk about that stuff separate from um, Prince Philip's life and uh, memorial. So with that, we are going to move on now to the Danish royal family. there was an event um, with Crown Prince Frederick. So he presided over the opening session of the 2030 countdown, securing jobs, growth, and people in a new green era. So this conference was actually scheduled to take place in December 2020, um, but Denmark entered a... I'm not sure what wave Denmark was in, but they had some pretty strict lockdown measures uh, starting in December. So the conference was postponed and then it was held digitally um, primarily in the spring. So there were still in-person presentations, but all the attendees were um, on, a, 
on a video conference, webinar, live stream type of event. Um, so Frederick was doing this event in his capacity of as patron for a green Denmark or green state. I can't remember. I'd forgot to write it down. Um, but one of his patronages is focused on um, rebuilding the economy in a sustainable way. So that was on Friday. And then on Saturday, um, Frederick took part in a bike training with injured veterans who are training for a nine-stage race called Ride for Rehab that will occur over the summer. So Frederick trained with them, and then as the training ended, they were able to chat about um, different needs that um, injured veterans need, and as well as mental health needs for vets, um, because as I'm sure most people know, that is extremely important that they are receiving both physical care, but also mental care, um, given the enormity for post-traumatic stress disorder and just, um, any kind of reaction that your body experiences, um, after you've seen a traumatic event. Um, and so they were able to chat at the end of the race. It all looked very, um, I don't know. It looked super normal. <laughs> there were like, there were no masks. There wasn't a ton of social distancing. I mean, there was definitely some, but like not a ton. And I don't know. It was just so normal <laughs> and lovely. Um, and I like that Denmark kind of like pops in with events like that, um, where there are just more casual times. Um, and I don't know if that's a Denmark restriction thing. Um, like they go through their waves and then once they're out of them, they kind of loosen the restrictions enough. And then maybe there's not, maybe there is a second or another wave and they just work through it again with stricter measures. I don't, like I said, I don't know how Denmark handles their COVID restrictions, but I love this. Um, so those were the events for Saturday, um, and Friday. I haven't looked at their calendar to see if there's anything upcoming, um, through this week. I know when I looked last week, they did have a pretty busy month. Um, okay. So it's fairly quiet next week. Next week is Queen Margaretha's, uh, this week, I guess, technically is Queen Margaretha's birthday. She, um, is turning 81 on Friday. So, um, it'll be a pretty quiet week. It looks like with just one event on Thursday. Um, but that's okay. So with that, we are skipping the Netherlands because there was nothing that happened Friday, Saturday, or Sunday aside from, again, um, their condolences to the British people, um, which we've already talked about. Um, as of right now, there's nothing scheduled, but uh, the Dutch Royal House definitely pops up their events. They don't, um, they don't announce them ahead of time, especially if they're in person. So I just checked again. There's still nothing scheduled, um, but I'm sure they'll do some pop-up events throughout the week. So with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to Norway.
in Norway this week or this weekend, there weren't actually a lot of events, but I wanted to pop on and talk about them anyway because I think we all need some good news um, in this community. So on Friday, uh, Crown Prince Akun, who is who was still serving as regent, uh, technically still is for me. Um, presided over what will be his final council of state during this period of his regency. (sighs) Which means, you guys, King Harald is returning to constitutional duties starting tomorrow. He's back after three months, two and a half months off um, due to a knee injury or a leg injury. I can't I think it was his leg. I don't think it was his knee. Um, he is officially returning to duties on Monday. And the calendar, it looks so right. Their official like program schedule, it just looks normal again. Um, King Harald is on it. Crown Prince Akun is not. Um, I think he's taking the week off. Uh, at least it looks like that right now. <laughs> Um, He is going to be in attendance at the Council of State meeting next week, but it does seem like he maybe has a week off, which well earned. Um, I can't imagine that was an easy task. So that is our good news of the day because you guys, we need it. It's been um, a rough weekend in this community. It's been very, very sad. Um... Yeah, it's just been a rough weekend. So there is our good news for the day. Um, I'm hoping to have a little bit of good news every day over the next week because we all need it. Um, So with that little piece of good information, we are going to jump now to the Spanish royal family. Spain on Friday, there was one event, um, and it was kind of a, the event itself was not a surprise, but the fact that both King Felipe and Queen Letizia were there was, um, so that was lovely. Um, so this was only scheduled for King Felipe, like in what I just look at very quickly. Um, so I did not expect Queen Letizia to show up, um, I'm just going to go like through a brief morning in my life on Friday. So I woke up kind of late for my, for me. I usually try and wake up like at eight or eight 30 and I don't think I woke up until nine. Um, and I woke up and I always check Twitter or Instagram first, um, because I don't have boundaries and I think I checked Instagram first and the first thing I saw was this event with King Felipe and Queen Letizia. And I was so excited because I had think just the night before had kind of railed on Letizia for not working a lot this week. So I was like really excited that she was at an event. Um, but 
very quickly, unfortunately. The news got um, very sad from there. So it kind of, this event did kind of get lost um, in my brain. Like I knew it had happened, but until today I hadn't really focused in on what the event was because um, my mind was elsewhere, which is totally fine. Um, So on Friday, King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended the inauguration of the new Iberdrola Innovation and Training Center. Um, So during the visit, they uh, delivered the annual awards for the Iberdrola Iberdrola organization or foundation um, to companies that are proving um, excellent in sustainability. So this organization, Iberdrola, um, is very focused on sustainability, green economy, green rebuilding, um, ways that individuals can save um, the planet as well as large corporations. Um, And then, so every year they do awards where they um, recognize companies that are making strides in the sustainability project. Um, And then after the awards were delivered, they toured the new campus and saw a, a few of the sustainable um, projects that Iberdrola is working on. So they, um, there were a couple of different areas. One that was really cool was they got in this like tunnel thing um, and it was a 360 experience of, um, I can't remember what it was, but it looked really, really cool. Um, okay, so um, with sound and visual effects of, like, things along green hydrogen, offshore wind, smart grids, um, so that was really cool, um, an electric car, um, just a lot of different, uh, sustainability projects at the campus, um, so it was really cool, it was all outside, it, like, truly looked like such a beautiful day. Um, and like watching it today, you know, it was very, um, positive because of course it's just been a hard weekend. Um, and so that was their event on Friday. Their calendar this week is also really busy. Um, there are a lot of busy calendars this week. So, um, expect probably some longer episodes. Again, I'm going to try and keep them to 35 minutes, 40 minutes, um, in that range, but there's a lot going on this week. Um, and with the addition of talking about Prince Philip stuff every morning, um, or, you know, at the top of every episode, I want to, um, try to do that and still do justice to the daily events that I talk about all the time. Um, so, This week, I do think I'm going to put a hold on the two remaining countries, um, monarchies that we have to talk about because I just, one, I don't think there's going to be time, um, and two, if there is time, like, I want to use that time for other things, um, not focused on other royal families at the moment, um, a couple other things. You'll also notice I'm talking about other members of the British royal family that I don't typically talk about. Um, 
and that will continue throughout the week. So you may hear about uh, members of the British royal family that I don't talk about um, ever or often. Uh, for example, today with Prince Andrew, um, I don't talk about him. I will not talk about him. However, I recognize that he is a human who just lost his father and was doing an event today to talk about his father. So I will mention that he was there. Originally, I hadn't planned on it, um, but it, it's hard to find a line. And um, the same thing, you know, I don't, I don't talk about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. I don't really prefer to talk about them, um, but Prince Harry will be at the funeral. So like if he makes statements or anything along those lines or um, makes any kind of public thing, this doesn't include him getting off a plane or anything like that, but like, yes, he will be at the funeral. So I will talk about his presence at the funeral. Um, you will hear me talk about royals that I don't talk about. Edward and Sophie are another example. Um, the Princess Royal, I, you know, these royals that I don't talk about but are still working members of the British royal family, um, as well as grandchildren to the Queen and Prince Philip. Like, I will talk about them because I think it does a disservice to not share the whole experience. Um, so that will happen this week. When this period of mourning is over, that will stop more than likely, um, just as an expectation setting. I don't anticipate on talking about the, um, the rest of the royals, aside from the five that I typically talk about, which are Queen Elizabeth, the Prince of Wales, Duchess of Cornwall, and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Um, so just a little heads up there. Um, I think that's the only like disclaimer that I wanted to do. Um, I really appreciate you all coming around. Um, I think maybe tomorrow if there's some time, I'll do like a little introduction or something. Um, cause there are a lot of new, new listeners and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm sorry you found me this way, but I'm so grateful you're here. Please stick around. Um, I do this five days a week, Monday through Friday. And yeah, it's a good time most of the time. Right now it's a little um, sad, but for obvious reasons, and I think it's important to um, talk about. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and end today's episode. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Um, please I, please check out um, thedailyroyal.com, uh, The Daily Royal on Instagram, and um, like and review this podcast if you can. Um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a good Monday.